How's it, everyone? Welcome to Let's Talk Digital with me, Audrey Naidu. On this podcast, you will find uniquely South African digital content brought to you from a local perspective across the industry. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Digital with me, Audrey Naidu. I hope you're all well and keeping safe and warm during this time. Today we are talking to Yaku Lindfeld, Managing Director of Dentu Data Labs. Welcome to the podcast, Yaku. Thank you very much, Audrey, um, and thanks for having me. Super excited to be here and to share some uh, knowledge and views that I, that I have at the moment during this crazy, crazy time that we all find ourselves in. No, definitely. Firstly, I want to congratulate you on your new position. Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. I think it's uh, obviously not the easiest easiest of times to launch a business at the moment. Um, but we all have to try and find a way to kind of, uh, you know, go forward and make the best out of the situation that we're in. So um, some of the things that we'll be discussing today and some of the areas um, of solutions that we offer has actually helped our clients and during this time. Um, but yeah, overall, not not ideal. No, I know it's difficult times, but I guess as a business, you're looking for innovative ways to reinvent yourself uh, and that talks to the topic and what we're going to discuss um, during this podcast. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, from a media agency standpoint um, and from a marketing standpoint, if we are going to be honest with each other, that is one of the first things uh, CEOs and CFOs have looked at uh, cutting cutting back on during this time. Um, but at the same time, um, that being said, um, trying to build a brand uh, and taking the brand forward is something that you have to do during good and bad times, you know. Um, so from an agency perspective, we have to uh, really adapt and kind of go um, with the clients on that journey. So the Dentsa Data Lab offering really fits well into that aspect of the business. Um, especially with the emergence of commerce and online commerce and the customer experience being key during this time. So um, from a media agency standpoint and a dental lab standpoint, that puts us in a good position. So happy to unpack that with you today a little bit more. Thanks for that, Yaku. Yaku, before we start, maybe tell our listeners about yourself and maybe what keeps you awake at night. <laughs> yeah, for sure. A little bit about me. Um, this is my tenth year in the industry. Been working just in digital um, the entire time. So um, very much um, kind of a digital uh, thinker. Never been exposed kind of to the the more traditional channels, um, which is quite uh, quite interesting. My fifth year at Dentu, um, and I've spent the last couple of years into kind of growing our programmatic businesses, growing our digital businesses. Um, and that's also, Audrey, how I got to meet you um, and how our relationship started back in 2017. Um, and that's just obviously a key part of us in the region. You know, I always joke about the fact that uh, I work on the agency side, but I'm a true marketeer uh, in my heart. I get very upset with bad advertising. Um, and uh, it's something that I really don't enjoy seeing because then my friends tease me uh, about our industry and I really don't like that. Um, I've always had a passion for advertising and, and kind of marketing since my early childhood days, you know, and my, myself, my mother, my brother, we always played this game around identifying um, 
the brand that is linked to the TV adverts that was running when we were watching kind of um, primetime TV back in the day around seven and eight o'clock in the evening, you know, and um, that was a, a key thing. So we were always tuned into kind of the brands and what they were saying, even um, from my childhood days. So I, I guess that kind of stuck with me. And um, at the end of the day, I then went to the AAA School of Advertising um, here in Cape Town, uh, where I stay um, to go and study that further. And on the on the personal side, kind of really enjoy traveling with uh, my friends and, and my wife and sitting in a beer or two or a glass of wine um, when that is allowed. <laughs> I'm hoping we can do that uh, very, very soon. Next um, week. And then, yeah, next week. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how well the takeaway beer is going to be working for me and my friends or, or my wife, but we'll try and make the best out of it. Um, but I think... Um, at the end of the day, you know, I've got this, this big passion for people and uh, understanding people in kind of all facets of life. And um, at the moment, that's obviously crucial for us from a marketing and advertising perspective because people are feeling um, basically week on week, you know, different than they, um, than they did. And understanding that and how we can kind of use technology to be more relevant to people with the advertising and marketing is is really something that excites me and kind of drives me. Um, I think that's also kind of directly linked to what's keeping me up at night at the moment, you know, um, because from a, from advertising and the advertising and marketing industry perspective, I think we are very obsessed at the moment with kind of what's new, what's shiny, um, the technologies that can help us drive better customer um, experiences. But I'm just a little bit worried about the gap that is starting to emerge between um, actually what we are talking about and where we want to go as an industry and um, what is actually uh, being done day to day on kind of the majority of the businesses that we're seeing. Because, um, I mean, you also, Audrey, you work in quite a big uh, organization that's a multi that's got multiple departments, you know, and um, getting the technologies scaled to be able to deliver better uh, customer experiences at the end of the day is not something that's very, very simple. You know, it takes really good kind of planning, people um, and change management within that process. So uh, I think that's one of the kind of areas that I'm just a little bit worried about. And I would really want us to get this right um, from an industry perspective. Because I think clients that can get that right is going to be win, winning really big. I think um, Dentsu as a group is ahead of the curve in terms of, you know, if you look at your global acquisitions and you and I had a chat about it um, yesterday um, and how this group is leading and in terms of redefining the traditional media agency model, um, which is why, um, you know, it's, it's important for us to understand when and why was DDL created and for what purpose does it serve? So I think it, it really ties into kind of our overall dental offering in simplifying the way that we work with clients, you know, and the three core drivers and three core areas that we help clients on is obviously media practices and everything that goes with that and creative and with the fee of the acquisitions that we've made locally um, and in the region, and then also from a data and a CRM line of business, um, it's becoming uh, very evident that if you combine those three things in a unique way for clients, um, 
then you can kind of create magic. And the opportunity that we had and why we created then to data labs is obviously because um, we don't um, have a Merkle in our region. Um, we have a very strong proposition from a expertise perspective as well as a tools perspective because we can tap into our global network for anything that we want to deliver. Um, but we want to make sure that we help our clients in a very realistic way in South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya, and Ghana, where we uh, where we are working with clients at the moment and where we've started the business. Um, Denta Data Labs is really kind of the dedicated team that we have within the sub-Saharan Africa region that are helping our clients to kind of navigate this world of data, marketing technology, and analytics. And we really kind of help them in very specific ways um, due to the fact that we've brought on data scientists and data engineers um, that are working with our client data and also our own data and modeling this in very specific and innovative ways to kind of get to those uh, insights that I spoke about earlier, you know, because it really takes me back to the, the question around, I think what uh, marketeers are, are struggling with at the moment is just to understand if the consumer experience that they are delivering um, at the moment, specifically online, you know, is kind of growing their business, growing their brand, and ultimately increasing their bottom, their bottom line. And for you to be able to do that, you need a very wide uh, set of skills uh, across the agency to be able to deliver that. It's not kind of just one team that's going to be able to answer that, a brief of that nature, you know. And that's where we also work together with the, the broader Denta group to be able to um, give those specific solutions to clients. So it's very exciting for us to kind of be able to have this now uh, locally. Um, and what we are discussing with the clients are finding um, very beneficial for their businesses. So, yeah, from that perspective, uh, we're happy. Yeah, it sounds very exciting, but challenging at the same time. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're working with a lot of unknowns. Um, the plans that we had prior to COVID has fallen away. And I guess yes. we need to now understand what is the new normal going to look like in light of, you know, the fact that this is not going to go away anytime soon. No, definitely, you know, and I think what we've seen um, from that perspective in terms of kind of the main drivers for this change is that, in many ways, we feel that marketers and, and agencies, we have seen with COVID-19 that we actually need each other more than ever. But what marketers want from the agencies, you know, is very, very different to what it was even just a few weeks ago. So the type of business problems that we are working with clients on at the moment and what they're asking us to help solve is quite broad, you know. Um, and that's also why we've had to kind of expand our offering within this space. Because from a regional perspective, Dentsu has always been very good in delivering proprietary research for our clients, you know, and um, our products around um, understanding the consumer has been very, very strong. And um, we've done some really good work and groundwork in Nigeria, Kenya, and Ghana, and understanding the consumers in those markets where it's not um, necessarily always as evolved as what we have from a South African stand standpoint. But we've seen that we actually have to take that even further now, you know, and um, take the very, um, a very much shorter cycle in understanding the consumer into consideration 
um, because some of the research that we have might have done over the kind of uh, past couple of months is now with COVID-19 uh, not that relevant, you know, and connecting with um, some of our teams in, in Canada and in North America, they're also doing very interesting work around data management platforms and how they are deploying that for clients to be able to understand the consumer now in the most um, kind of relevant way with some very good content strategies that they're building around that. So um, we kind of broadened our scope of work to also um, mix obviously what's happening in the digital space now with some of that offline research that we have and we're seeing that clients are finding that very valuable. Mm, interesting. So, Yaku, I think the three things that I've taken out from what you just said is one, you are you are creating a, a value proposition that is solving current and future business problems, um, not only in South Africa but across Africa. Two, you need a new set of skill set within media agencies, and you are yeah. now saying to me that you are not only a media agency, you are looking at data and creative agency as well. So you're playing in the creative agency space. It's almost like a one-shop solution. Um, and then, I mean, we've never heard of data scientists and all of the new skill sets you're seeing within the organization come up. Um, so that's also <laughs> something that's new. I mean, I'm also seeing it in the bank, uh, by the way. Um, we've got data yeah. scientists sitting in the marketing department. And then the third thing I was going to say is um, you also mentioned that you are looking beyond tech. So um, tech by itself does not solve the business problem is how do you actually um, unpack the value that tech has to offer in enabling the right um, solutions to your clients? Is that right? Yeah, that's, that's spot on, Audrey. And I think, um, you know, it always starts with a, a challenge, right? Or uh, something that the client wants to achieve. And um, clients are coming to us with very different questions um, than a couple of years ago, you know? They're not coming to us to say, okay, we just want to identify that target market, that target market and um, speak to them with media. They're coming to us with questions like, how do we get more clients? How do we get more clients for longer? Um, how do we sell more to the current clients that we already have within the organization? Because um, as you've mentioned now, a lot of the, the brands have actually brought some data scientists and data teams within the organization. So they've got a better, a better understanding and a better grip on their own data. Um, and then ultimately what, what all CEOs and CFOs want to know is like, how do we optimize revenues and profits, you know, at the end of the day? And um, that plays well into the marketing and advertising space because we can uh, obviously assist with that and we have the right people within our organization to assist with those questions. But um, like I've mentioned earlier, it's really a combination of different skills to be able to make that happen. And I think that's exactly where technology comes in to go back to your question because technology and that process um, isn't the silver bullet or anything like that. It actually just plays a facilitation role across the entire value chain and everybody that works on that, that can pull something like that together. Because if you think about how do we get more clients longer, um, that means you have to have a very deep understanding of the clients that you are speaking to 
for which you will probably need technology because we know humans are <laughs> limited in the way that we can handle big uh, portions of data. So if we really think about it realistically, that's the role the technology plays. And um, I think we are very fortunate from a marketing perspective that we have such great um, kind of marketing tech and advertising tech at the moment available to us. But I think um, there's a big opportunity for us to um, use it still better in, in better and more um, straightforward way so that we can drive that value across the, across the brand or the company that we do it for. So there's a big opportunity for us as an industry there. Well, personally, um, I mean, always being in marketing, I see this as something that you are filling a gap um, because not many clients are able to put this together you know, from a client perspective. Yeah. So it's quite refreshing to see like media agencies um, kind of playing a much bigger role in terms of strategy and not just operational media, um, yeah. which also you disrupting the market, right? The model of we've got this fragmented um, agency model in South Africa, but I think not only in South Africa, across the globe. Um, so traditionally, um, you know, there was a split in the late 1990s between creative and media, um, you know, for revenue purposes. How do you see this, um, you know, unfolding in South Africa? You, you're obviously um, disrupting the traditional model. Um, and yeah. I mean, that's also going to be a challenging for you to get new business um, due to procurement issues and all of that. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. Um, I think what we've seen, and if you just think about your day-to-day -day and stuff that you read in the kind of in the press, um, the word client centricity or customer in the middle or customer focus uh, is coming up so much, you know. And I think businesses have realized um, the importance there of the customer. And that all the solutions that they are that they are bringing to the table needs to be formed around that. And I think if you think about that in the context of media and advertising and kind of um, data providers in a holistic way, that's why we're seeing this um, kind of race for all the, the holding companies to to put that in a very easy to navigate landscape for clients. And I think. Um, my view on that is that that's obviously very, very necessary because we know that companies in the digital economy that are going to be providing the best uh, customer experiences are going to win. I've said that earlier and they're going to win big. Um, but I think for where, where I'm seeing a little bit of a disconnect is that a lot of people are just thinking that if you put data, content and media and creative under one roof, that, that that's automatically going to happen you know, and that, that magic is just going to jump out of you and jump out at, at you from a, from a solutions perspective. And I think um, that's not true because you're going to need some golden uh, narrative or kind of magic in the middle that will pull that together. And at the end of the day, that's still, I think, in my opinion, going to be people, people that's got a deep understanding of the client's business, as well as the, the kind of technologies um, that can be used to um, string all of that together. Um, so you need all of the, the, the people under one roof, but that's just kind of the beginning, you know, getting those people to work in a holistic way um, is going to, in my opinion, be the people that's going to be 
uh, delivering breakthrough solutions for clients. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how the model evolves because um, different agencies are in different phases of that. Um, but there's definitely, I think there's definitely a race to kind of uh, get that going, like you've mentioned. Yeah, I was I was just making notes while you were speaking that you know um, I'm I'm looking at how marketing is evolving in the digital age, and um, yeah. you've you've hit the nail on the head in terms of I see five pillars driving this change. Um, one is creative, two is tech, three is data, four is experience, but five is humans. So yeah. you can't have one without the other. You need to actually have an infusion of these um, five pillars. And you are spot on because you, you've actually um, have all of them in your secret sauce, if I may call it. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I think if you're going to be speaking to media people, um, they're going to obviously be talking about personalization and personalization at scale. If you're talking to creative people, you're going to be looking at breakthrough ideas and how you can um, really engage with consumers. Uh, if you look at content, you're going to be the content people are going to be trying to drive relevance um, with what they're putting out there. And um, from a data perspective, you're always going to be trying to uncover insights that will make you um, speak to consumers in a way that they will actually care about what you have to say for them. You know. Um, but you're so right, the humans in the middle um, is the people that's going to have to tie all of that together. And I think that's a big challenge still for a lot of organizations, um, not just for media agencies or creative agencies, you know, also on the brand side. Because putting, putting that together uh, just in the digital world is already a challenge. And if you, if you think about full-on integrated marketing um, and the fact that if you want to be doing that in the online world, you should also be delivering really good experiences for clients in the offline world. And then there's even a bigger challenge, you know, to do that um, in a holistic way. We, <laughs> we know that Rome isn't, hasn't been built in a day. And so I think that's a big challenge for us as marketeers. Like I, like I said to you, I think like a marketeer most of the time. Um, so that's an exciting challenge, you know, because um, once brands can start delivering on that, um, kind of promise that they're making to consumers, whether it's offline or online. I think those are the brands that will be delivering experiences that people will really enjoy, you know, and people will value. Yeah, Yaku, I think um, when you talk about humans, you, you're looking for unicorns. Um, if you look at what's available to marketers, it's, it's a completely different world. Yeah, it, um, <laughs> unicorns, are, they're not everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, so you make a very good point. And I think from a people skills perspective, um, it's, it's so interesting um, to see uh, how we can start focusing more on kind of real problem solving, you know, and, and using um, different people skills that are at the moment sitting in different departments within a business to solve that um, burning client problem. And I think collaboration and you and I have spoken about reducing silos um, is going to have to be key uh, in this, you know, because we can't solve new age problems with old uh, kind of old age thinking and old age processes and kind of silos. So um, we're going to have to be forced to do, to do that and think like that. And I think that's also where um, then to data labs comes in from a 
um, kind of democratizing data within a business comes from, you know, because we really want everybody um, on the agency side, whether it's the creative team, the content team, um, the media team, but also on the client side to have access to the data so that we can all make kind of informed decisions at any, at any given time, you know, so we're really fighting hard to break down those silos because at the end of the day, I think that's how we'll deliver better solutions. No, absolutely, you are 100% correct. Um, you know, the two things I take out from what you said is one is around transparency and especially yeah. with data and then it's around integration of data because we we kind of still have that side of view of data because of the different systems and stuff. So if you can get that right in terms of connecting all the data points uh, between client and business, so looking at a measurement framework that is much more uh, holistic and understanding the customer, avoiding duplication, looking at um, you know people data versus, um, and, and I mean, we challenged even when we moved towards a cookie-less world, but yeah. I can see that people are actually coming up with creative solutions and, I, and I'm confident that we're gonna get this right. It's just that you need the right partner um, to take you along this journey. Definitely, you know, and just a quick example, you know, there is, there is brands at the moment, there are really a couple of brands that are getting this completely right. And I've just had one of the best experiences um, with the airline KLM, you know, and I think if you think about them, um, they are actually coming from a place where they should have been one of the brands that have really struggled in this space because they are in the kind of uh, airline and the travel industry. So, and I think what they've done in terms of how they've been speaking to me proactively um, because I was uh, supposed to travel now in June um, and how they've made this process so easy, communicating with me um, with personalized emails, um, targeting on Facebook around the fact that I don't have to cancel anything. They'll send me an email to be able to redeem my vouchers for later travel. Um, and then the great on-site experience on the website I had when I had to redeem my vouchers, you know, just a great example of how they've pulled some of these elements that we've spoken today about um, together. And I was a big fan of KLM before, but even now more so because I think they've proven to me that they can connect with me as a digital consumer, you know, and it's made me love the brand even more. So um, a great example of, like a uh, brand getting that spot on at the moment. Yeah, no, I mean, they are were quick to adapt to the situation and obviously gained more loyal customers in the process. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a similar experience with Checkers and you and I discussed it as well uh, with, the, yeah. with the new app and delivering in one hour with 6060. So that was quite an amazing experience because I was never a Checkers customer. Um, I mean, I would shop at Bullies or Pick and Pay and now they've now gained a new customer and I'm sure many customers along the way just because they were present, relevant and the user experience was amazing. It's so true uh, because I, the research that we've been doing um, for the region around e-commerce obviously shows that um, trust has been the main kind of barrier that we've had to overcome. Um, to grow e-commerce at the pace that I think we would all like. And now with COVID-19, that's just completely disappeared because you were forced, you know, to buy something online that um, you might have not considered previously. 
So, I mean, I bought two books the other day from exclusive books um, on Uber Eats, and it was delivered to my house within 15 minutes. And you start thinking around the fact like, why did exclusive books um, not do that before, you know? Because <laughs> it was so easy for me to just quickly browse uh, what they have and then buy. And um, so there's definitely going to be some very interesting things and interesting models that, that comes out of this. And secondly, I think from a brand's perspective, um, which is a little bit of a challenge, is that now with consumers having so much kind of more choice and easy access to another brand, you know, um, if I'm a marketeer, I would, I would worry a little bit about that because um, the option and the opportunity to change is, is really there and it's very easy, you know, to, to, like you said, you were shopping at different brands before you checked out checkers. <laughs> So that's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. And I think it's, uh, it could potentially be a big threat to, to brands at the moment. Uh, for sure. Um, the bands that stand out now would be, you know, in holding good stead in the, in the future. I just want to touch back on our topic, Yaku. Um, yeah. You're seeing a changing narrative. So from Dentu Data Labs, what is your new story? We, we really want to enable the entire kind of marketing and advertising function to be operating better and drive that relevance that I spoke about, whether it's in content or in media or in the creative. Um, so very much what we offer our clients is getting that great people understanding, um, utilizing the data that they have as an organization or that we can bring to the party. Um, as the Interdata Labs through our partnerships and then mixing, mixing that together in a way that the media and content and creative can really excel at what they're doing, you know. And I think that's what, uh, uh, no, I hate using the word like data-driven or like um, that type of approach, um, but that really is what um, we, we do so that those other elements of marketing can excel and really be the best that they can. And I think that's the entire premises of, of good advertising, you know, is, is relevant. Um, so that's what we're trying to enable and trying to get right. And with the media and the content and the creative teams that we have at Dentu, um, if we give them good insights, they really do come up with good work. And uh, that's how we uh, are definitely going to be changing the narrative even more going forward. Well, I wish you all the best for that. Um, in terms of last thoughts, what would you like to leave our listeners? Yeah, you know, um, I think we've discussed a lot today, Audrey, um, and a very interesting chat, and, and thank you for that. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, and a lot of thought starters. Um, we might have to do a follow-up <laughs> to, to see where, we, where <laughs> we're at in six months. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, for me, the key thing is just um, from a media agency perspective and from a data perspective and a, like, a, a lot of things around these buzzwords, at the end of the day, you know, um, we are only as good as, as the work that we can actually produce uh, for clients. And, and that's why we're all in this uh, industry to solve uh, really big client challenges and to grow their businesses. Um, so I'm excited, not only for us, but the, the industry in terms of how we uh, approach this um, in, the COVID, in the COVID world and how we get out of this. 
um, and just trying to still focus on the consumer and build those brand experiences and customer experiences, you know, that will delight people and that will get um, people to buy more from those brands, you know. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's where I want to end, just the excitedness for what to come and how we see this growing, you know, um, with the partnerships that we have. So, yeah, thank you very much for having me. No, thank you for joining us. It's been great having you on the show and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thanks, Audrey. Same to you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in today. A massive shout out to all my remote listeners. I really value and appreciate your support during this time. Don't forget to follow my Instagram handle, TalkDigitalZA. Send us your feedback. And who knows, you could be featuring on the next one.